This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. We are Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio. Hot ticket brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets. Experience it live. It was a hot ticket overseas this weekend. Robert Kraft, the owner of the New England Patriots, was hyping up how big of a game it was going in. Was it a hot ticket? Well, it was. Uh, well, the was hot it? ticket. Yes, I'm going to tell you why. The hot ticket would indicate prior to arrival. You buy the ticket. Once you got in, not as somebody much. was excited about Colts Patriots this weekend. Well, they don't get a lot of games in Germany, so that's why I guess. And you know what? That they game's had, they had not going to help you grow. Miami and Kansas City, a little bit better, a little bit better, a little just, bit better. Do you think that anybody that watched that game in Germany was like, "I got to watch more NFL"? Hell no! <laughs> this game, what a beautiful game! Right? I got to make sure I'm locked in. No, that made them want to watch the beautiful I game. Need, absolutely, soccer is what that what that, oh my that that game on Sunday actually promoted soccer. <laughs> it's like we don't need this you guys keep this we'll keep what we have normally on, yeah. the, on the soccer side of things yeah, yeah. but anyway it also triggered a ton of speculation could that have been Belichick's last game what happens next we know now it's not going to be we don't think it's going to be Belichick's last game with New England a lot of people the two of you obviously amongst many others think he's out after the season I still think he has a chance to come back slash I want him back uh, but Dan Orlovsky ESPN NFL analyst former NFL quarterback of course was on with Pat McAfee uh, noon until three eastern time on ESPN television and ESPN YouTube and had this to say about Belichick's future he will go coach somewhere else if that is the case. Will he be the GM as well? We assume, but who knows? Mm-hmm. That would be bananas. Yeah. That would be a colossal move in the NFL news yeah. cycle. I've heard that. I've heard more and more of that over the past like, week. I'm not a reporter, all that stuff, but I have heard that. You're a journalist. I ha- I, I, yeah. Um, I, I have heard that that's going to be the case, and it's kind of uh, who, who knows the likelihood of it, but I've, I've heard that that's going to happen, and I've heard the location is already kind of determined as well. Where he's going? L.A. Chargers. You I'm not giving. I just I have heard that. <laughs> smart. <laughs> that was smart by Dan at the end just to do that. Like it was Chris Berman. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> That's a good way out of it. Like, oh, you don't like my iced tea warm? Oh, my God. That's what we're just going to use now. By the way, your call's on food at 888 ESPN in a couple of minutes. But let's do this. Smalls, Smalls, you've suggested the idea of let's have fun with reckless speculation. Yeah, so what not? we're doing is we're prefacing this by mm. acknowledging this is reckless speculation. Bah, bah, bah. Um, ah. And we're going to pick bah, 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 a team that we Are think. you going to do that every time? If I screw up, you're damn right I am. I now have an out. <laughs> I now have an out for any time I screw up. I'm just going to go Orlovsky on you. Orlo- is yeah. that going to be a term now? Go Orlovsky? Yeah. I thought, on- I thought going Orlovsky meant stepping out of the end zone. Oh. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give a team. Right now, Orlovsky's right. We're saying he's right. Belichick has a done deal somewhere else. Where's the else? Where's the somewhere? So if we're doing reckless speculation, I'm looking at a couple of different things here. He needs to go to a place where he would have enough pieces to win because part of this, at least the way I'm viewing it, is that he wants the record. He doesn't want to go to a place where he's going to have to completely rebuild it. And he's going to need to go to a place where they're going to give him a lot of power because I don't think he's going to concede that at this stage of his life and this stage of his career. So to me, I circle one place, and it's the Los Angeles Chargers. You have a quarterback there that many people feel like is a really talented guy that has yet to unlock his potential. 
It's a better situation than you have right now in New England where you definitely don't have your quarterback. And the Chargers, despite being in L.A., are virtually irrelevant. You bring Bill Belichick in there, you let him have the power that he wants to transform your franchise, and he, in turn, makes you relevant. It is a great handshake deal for both sides. No, it's a great handshake deal. The only problem is the Spanos family is notoriously cheap, and they're not going to pay Bill Belichick what he's worth to come over there to do that. Now, maybe that doesn't matter at this stage in Belichick's career, but uh, you know, one of the things about being a part of the National Football League, what comes along with the paycheck is the respect. And, and I don't know that the Spanos family is going to show him the quote-unquote respect that he deserves. Now, one place that I think is eager – to fight for respect and credibility, the Washington Commanders. And we heard about that a few weeks ago before those two teams played, the Patriots and the Commanders, that that was a potential place that had interest in trading for Bill Belichick. To me, that makes a lot of sense. You know that his family has ties to the area, the Naval Academy, and it's one of those places, perfect time, uh, perfect scenario, because you have new ownership in Josh Harris. And what have we seen that Washington franchise do time and time again? Go out and hire proven commodities at the head coach spot. Once upon a time in the mid-2000s, they went out and got Joe Gibbs for a second tenure uh, as the head coach there. They went out and got Mike Shanahan once upon a time, Ron Rivera. I mean, and so now this feels like uh, the latest in a long line of head coaches that have already proven that they can be competent at other stops in the National Football League, and that's what that franchise needs, somebody that can bring in some competency. Now, the only thing that I would contend with is that Washington is not a year away. It's going to be a multi-year rebuild. They, they've got some legitimate issues on that roster, and I don't know that Belichick's going to be able to get that turned around in short order. So here's why the Washington thing is really juicy, in my opinion. You gave 100 reasons that are all great. I was just going to add one other one. The thing that I always say about the NFL is find a quarterback that can outperform his contract. If you think Sam Howell is good, he makes about $10 an hour. <laughs> He's an hourly employee. I mean, <laughs> I looked it up. It's lower than time I sheet. See, see, yeah, right? it's it's lower than <laughs> I thought. It it's yeah. lower than I thought. He has a cap hit next year of one point oh seven five. He was a fifth round pick. He's Brock Purdy. So you would have Brock Purdy under full control or the equivalent of for two years. That is a dream for Belichick. Yeah, that's how he'd want it. So and, that, you, and you'd have picks. And you and the Montez Sweat. Move and the Chase, Chase Young, Young move, move would help a guy like Belichick in that scenario. But what about the enemy? He doesn't care. <laughs> does no, he but care? I'm not saying Belichick cares, but if you're Washington and you think that he's this amazing offensive mind that's going to help the progression of Sam Howell, are you really just going to let him walk not out when the door? Not when your quarterback been sacked 100 times. <laughs> and by the way, I would take him on the team you mentioned over the coach they have with the Chargers. I would prefer I would take goes, him in Buffalo. Man, too. Sam Howell been sacked 47 times in 10 games. So there's two ways I've thought about this. Wait, can I throw one more out there? Yeah. What about Chicago? What so, about the Bears? There's two ways I've thought about this. I'm going to go into that in okay. a second. I've thought about where are the most wins to be had. And the most wins to be had are in the NFC North or NFC South. Right? If you look around the league, what division do you sign up to play twice a year where you have the most wins? New Orleans is an interesting team. Tampa's an interesting team. Atlanta's an interesting team. Caroline, I can't see right now because I don't. I actually don't think he'd be attracted by Bryce Young at this point. I think he's done with the Alabama other quarterback. Other places don't have quarterbacks. Though. Yeah, right. I know. I know. But that's why I'm saying Ooh. that that could be. That's why I went with now, the Chicago. Chargers. Chicago is interesting because he could get a quarterback and they would give him the entire organization. Sure, but if you're Chicago, is that what you want? So I'm going to throw out another one. 
uh, he would at least bring, hopefully, some level of stability, which they've lacked. You want him to develop a young quarterback after the Mac Jones disaster? I don't, which is okay. why I, I picked the Chargers. It's more no. of a turnkey situation. But I would want Josh McDaniels to, who I would hope he would bring with him as an offensive coordinator. That's just me. But here's the thing. Hmm. So for all these years, when anybody, as a, as a Belichick lifer, I love Belichick. When everybody brings up the idea of where does he go after New England, I said, well, he'll either go to the Navy, high school football, or lacrosse. Like, I never thought he would actually coach in the NFL. Now it feels like there could be life in the NFL, yeah. right? The only franchise that I ever could have seen him coaching, ever, outside of New England, after New England, would be the New York Giants. Because of the history? Because I picture him wanting to work directly for the owners and those owners of those teams, Mara, uh, you know, Mara and Tish family, I can't imagine. That's the thing with him. Who is he reporting to? Like, you brought up a great point. He's going to report to the Spanos. He's going to report no. to Josh Harris. Maybe he would. I don't know. Maybe Josh Harris in Washington would give him carte blanche. I don't know. The McCaskey family, right? You've already destroyed the owner of the team thinking that she should sell the team, right? Poor because Virginia she- McCaskey. I'm just saying. <laughs> you did, Smalls. There is one consistent reason why, or theme, I should say, in Chicago. And it's ownership. And I right. said this so family Smalls as a So Smalls going after a 100-year-old lady. She wants out. Basically, she's going after Sister Jean next, by the way. Um, anyway, I do so, have beef with Sister Jean. Go ahead. We're going to stop everything. No, go ahead. No, no. Smalls is an ageist. It's I'm okay. just saying an when Loyola played Illinois yeah. in the NCAA tournament, Sister Jean did the pregame speech and she had a prayer. Right. And she spoke directly to the big man upstairs. I thought that was tampering. She has a direct line to him. <laughs> it, it is unfair to be able to call in that relationship. It puts Illinois at a competitive wow. disadvantage. That's a great and I, point. I didn't That's like it. I didn't like it one bit. And guess who won the game? Loyola. I, I uh, interviewed her once and I asked her if she ever saw either of the sister acts. She didn't know what I was talking about. I yeah, didn't go over that well. Not, yeah. Great movies. Yeah. Uh, you know, Look at this. Lauren she played for Illinois to shoot under 30% from three point, and they did. She called in a personal favor from the big man. I don't like it. Okay. I don't like it one yeah. bit. <laughs> Would you take him? Would you take Belichick? Depends on the situation. If I'm Dallas Cowboys, and no, I I'm saying with the Giants specifically, I'm the team I'm no, bringing up. No, no, no. I mean, the Giants are the Giants close? No, they're not close. Like, let's not let the illusion of them winning a playoff game last year, you know, keep us from you know, or put us in a position where we make another mistake. Like, they're one of the worst teams in football, one of the worst rosters in football. They were selling off pieces at the trade deadline. It's a multi-year rebuild. At this point, I don't trust Bill Belichick to rebuild anything. It has to be a ready-made situation where he can step in, be great with game management, be great in situations with really good personnel that's already on the team. And that's why if it's going to be an NFC East team, it ain't the Commanders, it ain't the New York Giants, it's the Dallas Cowboys. If Mike McCarthy doesn't get to the championship rounds, I could see a world where Jerry says, you know what, we're moving on from him. And let me go out and get a coach that I know knows how to win once we get to the playoffs with Dak Prescott, with Michael Parsons, arguably the best defensive player in all of football. Yeah, because you know what? Bill Belichick actually had a lot of success coaching a guy like number 11. Yeah, his name was Lawrence Taylor. So, I mean, I guess it. I could see a world where Jerry Jones convinces himself that that's the right move. It's been out there that Bill Belichick is closer than he's ever been with Bill Parcells. Bill Parcells laments the fact that he didn't stick around in Dallas a little bit longer uh, with the core of players that he was able to assemble. And so I think that could be a scenario where Belichick steps in and helps them win. They don't have to worry about talent. Will McClay is one of the best scouts, one of the best player personnel guys in the National Football League. Could be a general manager tomorrow at another franchise if he wanted to. 
I think that will be the job that will make a lot of sense if and when the Dallas Cowboys fall flat in the postseason. That is a delicious hypothetical. Bill Belichick to the Dallas Cowboys, that would be unbelievable. Well, Jerry ain't buying green bananas. But we we said that maybe he <laughs> would, maybe he wouldn't want to go to L.A. and work for the Chargers because he wouldn't want to work for the Spanos family. Do we really think that the idea of reporting to Jerry Jones, somebody who has his hands in everything and who has to have the ultimate control, is something that's appetizing for Bill Belichick? I just don't know if that's a, a road that he would want to go down despite all of the talent and opportunity being there. Well, I'll say this. When Bill Parcells was there, Jerry wasn't involved. Like, not to the degree that he is now. Like, when I was, I was there, I was drafted under Bill Parcells. Bill was the czar of the Dallas Cowboys. He was control of it. Jeff Ireland, I guess the then, you know, director of player personnel, pro personnel, he reported to Parcells. Like, Parcells ran the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And so I, I think it would have to be that type of scenario where Jerry allowed Bill Belichick to run the whole thing. But here's the thing. If you got the quarterback in place, if you got one of the best rosters in the National Football League, and the only challenge that you have is being able to be on the right side of close games, kind of like what we saw against the Philadelphia Eagles, or to be on the right side of games like we saw a month ago in the Bay Area against the 49ers, Bill Belichick is the guy. I, I don't question Belichick's ability to coach. I question his ability to be able to evaluate talent. Talent ain't the issue in Dallas. It's about being able to get over that hump. I think Bill Belichick would be a good answer for the problems that have plagued them in the postseason. All right, let's do some reckless specula- speculation with you with you guys here at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Give us Belichick's next team. If Orlovsky's right and Belichick has a next team, who is it? Plus, which food take was worse? Sauce Gardner's not having New York pizza until yesterday, I guess? Or Jameson <laughs> Williams having the McFlurry on the, the cheeseburger at Mickey D's. We'll get your calls in on that. But first, CeCe has this from Vivid Seats. Haven't been to an NFL game yet this year? What are you waiting for? Vivid Seats has your back for all your ticket needs. See every tackle, every touchdown, every play live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats rewards, you earn rewards with every purchase. They're here for us fans. That's why they offer unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, and more. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details.
This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. I'm pretty sure we've mentioned half the teams in the NFL, by the way, in terms of Belichick's next destination, if he were to leave New England. It is so He ain't juicy. going to the NFC South, though. I can promise you that. You threw out the NFC South, that ain't going to happen, well, What's dog. the most winnable division? The if NFC South, because yeah. it's the worst division, but he ain't going to any of those NFC South teams. All of those teams are in football Siberia right now. They're all <laughs> irrelevant, and the sad part about it is one of them is going to be in the playoffs. But he and makes that it one relevant. could be that one is currently quarterbacked by Jameis Winston. It's eat the W. Well, I why guess. does Jameis Winston keep popping? Up? Like he keeps popping up. He keeps popping why up. Why didn't he get? Why didn't he get? Glasses Every time beforehand. we think we're done with Jameis Winston, there he, he is. keeps jumping in. He's got nine lives. Man, he keeps he tapping in. I just will never understand. Trick or treat, Jameis Winston. He was, <laughs> he was squinting. He Winston, was squinting man. on the field while winning a title at FSU, and nobody thought maybe get his eyes checked. He can't see. <laughs> like he's squinting. Oh god! You guys can be so, part so of our sports blame, nation. You gonna blame stealing crab legs on him not being able to see? No, I never said oh, that. Yeah, I, I like, never <laughs> said that. Public, you can't see. You got a price tag public, on it. You got a. You can't see people. the cash register, sir. I need LASIK. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be a good excuse. Uh, be a part no, of our sportsman-like nation. Dr. Pepper, call in line. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper the ones fans deserve. Derek in North Carolina, listening on Sirius XM 80. What's up, Derek? Hey, how you guys doing today? What's up, Derek? Um, so I was calling in for uh, Bill Belichick, one team, the Green Bay Packers. Matt LaFour's inability to draft. Yeah, Bill Belichick has been the general manager and his inability to draft the last few years has been brought up on this show, other shows. But getting him a GM and giving the historic franchise of what the Green Bay Packers is, I think it's a good fit. I, I think Bill Belichick, on the surface, would absolutely love that. I don't think, though, he's going to go to Green Bay at this point in his life with uncertainty at the quarterback position and love locked up. You know, for one more year, not a huge number. I don't think that team is anywhere close to winning a Super Bowl right now. But in terms of the history of the game, to coach where Lombardi coached, I do think there's something to that. But I don't see that one happening. Yeah, but the other part is I think Matt LaFleur is a good coach. Like, I think he's a good coach. He's got, you know, multiple conference championship game appearances. I mean, even though they haven't been able to break through. I mean, you're talking about this team having three years of 13 wins. Uh, I mean, uh, it just it, yeah, it got a little bumpy at the end with Aaron Rodgers, but that's pretty much on the general manager, Brian Gutekunst, and the fact that they had such a clunky transition and they had so much dysfunction around the organization when they were trying to pass the baton. I don't put that on Matt LaFleur. This was a transition year. We all knew that we wanted to wait and see what Jordan Love could be in year one. The GM missed in terms of finding the successor for Aaron Rodgers. And so now they have to reset. But I don't blame Matt LaFleur for this. I mean, no. what, is, what is that guy supposed to do? Yeah, I don't think it's his fault either. I think that he's just dealing the cards that he was dealt, and you know, in the wake of all of the Aaron Rodgers yeah. stuff. But is it weird that when we're doing this recula- reckless speculation exercise that I'm more inclined to be like, oh, yeah, that'd be a good fit for Belichick if it's a place where I can see him wearing the hoodie? Like Green Bay's no. cold. cold, the Giants cold, what, yeah. Washington cold. What a cold. great point! You know what I said? Like I said, the Chargers, and on the surface, I thought it's a turnkey situation. He's going for wins. He's got a quarterback. There's a lot of talent there. They're kind of a meh franchise. He would make them relevant. Ain't, but no, my, wearing, ain't my, wearing no hoodie out there. My only hold, hold off was: Is he going to wear a hoodie? There? What a brilliant observation! It's like you, your whole <laughs> your whole thought process would change. Like the the CC's destroyed the Clippers and the James Harden stuff. 
if I told you James Harden shaved his beard, you'd look at the whole situation differently. Like, wait, who is he now versus uh, – wow, Belichick minus a hoodie. I'd have to look at him totally differently. Did you see him in L.A. drinking a green juice and a tank top? No. He, tank top? He's got the no. Pat McAfee wardrobe no. out in L.A. That'd be funny. Sun- he's all tanned no. up. Jason no. in Ohio on ESPN2. <laughs> no. What's up, Jason? No. Oh, just chilling. What's nice. going on? Nice. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yes, oh, yeah. Uh, I say that Belichick goes back to the only place he's never won, Cleveland. Now that is really interesting also. You want to talk about a ready – now, Stefanski has done a great job this year. Yes. Okay? He's won with his good players, and he's won or at least been competitive without some of his good players. But you want to talk about a full-circle moment with a team that is loaded and ready to go? Now, you're signing up for an impossible division. You're signing up for Lamar Jackson slash John Harbaugh. Joe Burrow and Mike Tomlin. Those are your six division games. That sounds impossible, but boy, that would be juicy. Now I'm starting to think yeah, about but this. Yeah, the, but the only problem is you got a quarterback that don't have to listen to nobody in the organization, including the owner. Do you want to be a part of that dynamic? But Deshaun he, Watson owns that franchise for, let me check my watch, oh, the next, what, four years? Mm-hmm. Ain't no way I want to sign up for that if well, I'm Bill I'm, Belichick. I, now, that's the sexiest one that is, has come out there so far. Like, that... that to me, is the most interesting of of all of the ones that have more been more than the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yes, nah. because that it's would hard be to the imagine story that we have seen since Brady and Belichick broke up. Yeah. Oh, him Bill and Cleveland yeah, yeah. with the star. Are oh, you but ki- him with and Jerry Cleveland. Jones? Inevitable mm. combustion that, there? That, that would change the way we all look at Bill Belichick. Because right now, everybody assumes that Tom Brady won the divorce because he won the championship. Could you imagine if Belichick goes to Dallas and wins a championship? Could you imagine Jared? him winning a championship in Cleveland? Does that put him over Brady? It's not bigger, though. It's because not bigger. the Dallas Cowboys really? are the, the yes. Dallas Cowboys are the biggest sports franchise oh, in that, North America. I know, but and they, they have more won. visible than they, they And they haven't won since 95. That would be the, the only thing. The Cleveland Browns haven't won ever. But but winning in Dallas would be bigger than winning, winning in Dallas is bigger than winning anywhere else. In Can the we NFL? put that up at, at Sports arguable. ESPN? No. What's Win- bigger, winning a Super Bowl in Dallas or winning a Super Bowl with the Browns? Think about the standard w- that w- that we hold Dak to, yeah. and then the standard that we have. I mean, and we have held Deshaun Watson's feet to the fire. It is nowhere near the level of the criticism that Dak Prescott receives, and he's been a much better quarterback. I, I don't know. It's I mean, all because he, of the the star, uh, the decal on his helmet, and the market he plays. You guys maybe are right. Jimmy Big, Johnson can get in the ring of honor once that happens. Bigger team, maybe, maybe. but not bigger <laughs> accomplishment. All right, Jerry, I'll come down. I'll be your coach, but you got to do this for my guy. Put, put, put Jimmy in the ring put of honor. James in Jersey uh, listening on the ESPN <laughs> app. What's up, James? What's up, Jim? Can you hear me? What's going on? Hey, yo. I love y'all. Morning show. We, y'all brought me back. First of all, my minute, my answer, Bill set to the Browns, the Stinger Stars, we're going to go back and do something. And, Evan, I love you, bro, but nobody that plays for the Jets does anything in the city. They all live in Jersey. They work in Jersey. They play in Jersey. They live in Jersey. I'm not going to spend an hour in the tunnel to get a piece of pizza for $1.50. So I get the idea of him not having New York slice. But ice cream on burger? That's a slop. This is terrible. Well, but no. like you can't have New the, York style pizza in Jersey. The pizza in Jersey is outstanding. Yeah. I mean, Cece, you lived in Jersey for a while. It's not yeah. like it's not good pizza Yeah, there. I know. I lived in Jersey for 10 years. It's not as good as the pizza in New York. But it's still better than everywhere else it's in the world. It's not a singular slice. It, it, no, it's, not, it's, not, it's oh. just not. Oh. I'm, from the, I'm from the Bronx, plate. dog. Wait, 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 you don't get the same pizza in Bergen County. You know that what? ain't happening, dog. I just thought <laughs> about something. It's not happening. I've literally been in New York City with Sauce Gardner, now that I think about it. I was at the Michael K. 25th anniversary event for 98.7 in New York, and Sauce Gardner was there. So don't tell me he doesn't go to the city. 
No, of course he doesn't. Yeah, of course, of course players come to the city. I've seen him doing his fit checks on Absolutely. TikTok. Just get a slice of pizza. Yeah, Flo in Chicago on ESPN 1000. What's up, Flo? Hey, good morning, good morning. Uh, just we appreciate Progressive, by the way, Flo. Thank you. Keep up the good work. Well, thank you. Hello? Yes, we said thank you. Hello? Okay, we still said oh, thank you. Oh, sorry about that. Um, hey, so real quick, I, I wanted to say first off, the ice cream idea on a burger is terrible. I'm not sure how that even sounds appetizing to anybody. But uh, I wanted to mess with Chris here for a little bit. I took my daughter to New York about six years ago. She was doing a project on Ground Zero. And we walked around the corner. I can't remember the name of the pizzeria. My daughter took two bites of the pizza, looked at me, and she goes, this isn't pizza. We'll have pizza when we get back home to Chicago. <gasps> wow. Yeah. You know what, though? I, I can't even be mad at him because that part of Manhattan downtown, you ain't got the best pizzerias. Like, you got to go further uptown in New York. You got to be, you know, maybe in Midtown, maybe go to up, Uptown, go to Harlem. Like, this, this pizza spot's. But that ain't that ain't a, a an area of the city where there's a high concentration of the kind of pizzas that I'm talking That's about. That's also his daughter riding for her city, which I love. Yeah. It's also not the same thing. Chicago style pizza is not pizza. It's if like I have to lasagna. eat it with a fork, it's not Chicago pizza. Chicago style pizza is outstanding. But it's a it It's not New York style Thank pizza. You. It's not it's not the same thing, but it is outstanding. Exactly. I it's love just, Pequods, Lou Malnati's. It's outstanding. Different But it's category. not New York style pizza. Different it's, category. That's how I would delicious, look at it. It's delicious, but you have to eat it with a fork. Yeah. No, you have to eat it with a fork. I'll it's, scoop it's, it with my hands to be fine. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a mess. It's not New York style pizza. Though. It's I agree. not it's not as good as New York pizza. I agree. I mean, New York slice, pepperoni on there, some red chili flakes, a little uh, garlic powder, parmesan, parmesan cheese. You know what? Oh, We're yeah. on Sportsman like you guys do yeah, what you gotta do. Yeah. We gotta keep Absolutely. talking about pizza Absolutely. on Sportsman like ESPN Radio. <laughs> we all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance. Visit Progressive.com for more information. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen with you. Joined in studio by the great Kimberly A. Martin, ESPN NFL reporter. You'll see her today on Get Up and all across ESPN. And we need you to weigh in on the most important topic of the day, which is which food take is weirder? Sauce Gardner being a oh, New Yorker? Sauce. Oh, I didn't even give you the opposition. Sauce. Okay, but because go- he's been here for two. I, I literally tweeted him, what have you been doing this whole time? <laughs> no, I agree with you. What, like, what? That's like literally the first thing you're supposed to do. Now, granted, um, he did tweet a follow up like, I'm just used to Detroit pizza, mm-hmm. which. Okay, but I feel like if Aaron hadn't gotten hurt, this would not be happening. I feel like wow. these are the leadership things the vets are oh, supposed to, you know, I feel this. like they would have had 
like a guy's night out. They went they went to like Broadway. Yeah. I'm sure along the way Aaron would have been like, guys, let's go out for like New York pizza, but he's not here. So what a moment. spin. What a, I love this spin. We're gonna <laughs> yeah. blame Aaron Rodgers for this. I love it. I, love it. I mean, this is just an amazing we have Kimberly's tweet on there. What? <laughs> now, Wait, what have you been doing? So here's the other one though, right? Jameson Williams, Lions wide the, receiver. Yeah, I saw trust me, Nick I'm all Flurry about on the a food. cheeseburger. Yeah. So, um, yeah, weird. Yeah, weird. Um, but I put my fries on cheeseburgers. Is that weird? No, that's no, totally that's normal. Yeah, that's normal. Okay, I feel good about that. Um, yeah, I don't mind that as much. Maybe I felt some type of way just because 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 the shake thing. goes with the burger. I get because yeah, you'd be you, you like having them yeah, both. Yeah, it's yeah like, exactly. You know, I get that. And I love McDonald's. Oh, God, I love McDonald's. Yeah, the McFlurry <laughs> um, machine don't always work, but I've when it does, had it's, a it's fine. Though. I've never had what? a really? McFlurry. Oh, we got to get you one. I'm not a milkshakey kind of gal. Okay. But, but it's ice cream. All right, Khalees. Okay. <laughs> wow. I did not see that one that coming. Please, that please, was quite please, a pull. Please don't blame me for that. Okay, so I got to ask you this, Kmart. Best pizza spot in the tri-state area. I knew you were going to say that. You know, um, I had to ask you. I got to ask you. You know. Um, it's going to tell me a lot about you. No. because I'm Pressure's not. On. No, no, no. Because here I am killing sauce, you. but um, you know what's terrible? My favorite pizza is actually um, in Lynnhurst, New Jersey. JoJo's Pizza okay. on Ridge Road. And I know I'm from New York City. I'm from Brooklyn. I went to school in Greenwich Village, Soho, when I was in middle school. So I should have, like, a raise or whatever. But it really is JoJo's Pizza on okay. Ridge Road in Lynnhurst, New Jersey. Oh, so, no, but all you did was actually confirm that Sauce Gardner is crazy in this. I mean, I... And that his I, name is Sauce. I, that's what, I literally was typing Sauce. So, I'm like, this makes no sense. Sauce. <laughs> Gosh. All right. So, Kmart, let's let's go with this. So, we, um, we're we having fun with reckless speculation. So, we're acknowledging this is reckless that's speculation. That's totally my job. So, right. let's get in there. Uh, Dan Orlovsky <laughs> throws out there yesterday on McAfee that the next destination, he's heard that it could be already set for Belichick. It, reckless speculation. If you had to bet a dollar as to where that next de- destination is, where is it? Honestly, I see him right back in New England. But if I'm gonna pick, yes. a, But if I pick a place, I would say, I would say like the Bears or Commanders, like that. Like you know what I mean? Like those two franchises, I feel like need stability and like a vet coach, and they have a quarterback there. Now, granted, Chicago may say we got all these picks, we might get another one. Um, but but yeah, I see one of those two. But really, it's New England for me. Don't, yeah. don't you see him staying? No, no, no. Why do you see him staying? Only because of the Shula record. If the Shula record was not in play, I think um, I think Robert Kraft would say, you know what, we've. But like, listen. But is the Shula record in play? That's with the other what part it's looked like the That's last the two years. But, is it in play? But, is it in play? See, why you gotta but, do that? But, but, if, it if we had, if we had nicely quarterback, because really, because now you're looking at two seasons minimum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Two more seasons minimum. That's a long time. But I really do think Belichick, and it's not just because he went to the great university. Of Wesleyan in Connecticut, um, <laughs> that I'm saying this, um, but he didn't forget how to coach. Mm-hmm. I just think he should not be your GM anymore. So I, I feel like that it's not about the football intellect. He, he didn't forget um, how to do the job. I just think he's not great at picking the QB, the the actual players. Like that's yeah. where my issue is. So I would hold on to him. Came out another franchise that's not good at picking QBs. Apparently, is the New York Jets. Now their QB one is mm-hmm. saying that he's going to rejoin the team sometime yes. after Thanksgiving. 
Do we have any feels on when we could potentially see Aaron Rodgers participating in football activities with the Jets? I mean, when you talk to people on the team, the like, team has sort of said, like, we are leaving it up to Aaron. Um, I mean, imagine if we're seeing him, like, December, like, first week of December, like, back. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's wild to me. I think he said on McAfee after Thanksgiving was my target, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think the team is very much leaving it open to him. Like, he is surpassed sort of what everybody has expected. That yes, he would. I no mean, doubt. Yeah. people are literally like conspiracy theorists. So like, did this man even tear his ACL? What, is this a part? Did he just mess up like some other, like, what's he doing? Yeah. Um, but I would, I would think around December, early December. But here's the thing. That's different than tossing passes in practice is different than, you know, you see Chris Canty coming at you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's totally. it's yeah. way different. So I am not a big proponent of Aaron coming back. I recognize he shall. So <laughs> I will pray for his safety. That is, wow. That is the nicest, <laughs> sweetest wow. thing. Oh, 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 you're an idiot. Like he's, right. No, he's going to be 40 years old next month. Yeah. And, like, dude, like, shut it down. Get right, get back next season, yeah. and like win a Super Bowl. Like, Nobody's arguing. You. You're just you just have said it nicer <laughs> yeah. than anybody else yeah. has. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, well, the Buffalo Bills aren't uh, in a great spot right now, mm, Kimberly. Yeah. After that tough loss on Monday Night Football, they fired their offensive coordinator Ken Dorsey. How do they turn this around, or can they turn this around? Mm, I don't know. They have the quarterback who can, but their quarterback is also the reason that they may not. Yep. Right. Um, Sean McDermott, again, I love, I love Buffalo. I love city of Buffalo. I lived there for a bit, cover the team as a columnist. Um, so I know this team pretty well. We talk about Mike McCarthy in Dallas. Like, oh, we got rid of Kellen Moore. Like, oh, we want to do it his way. Okay. (laughs) Well, guess what? Sean McDermott literally has done that. Wanted, you know, take over for Leslie Frazier. Wanted to demo him. Now gets rid of Ken Dorsey. There's nobody else to blame but Sean McDermott and Josh Allen at this point. And I think Buffalo's gotten itself to a point where we will ride the wave of JA-17, for better or for worse, mm. which I love. But they also put so much on him that I think if you're Josh Allen, you realize it is all – it's not all on me because he's got digs and stuff like that. But he's got to get to make plays with his legs. He's got to make it with his arm. He's got to be Superman. Um, a lot of times, and I think that actually hurts them. The fact that they don't—they're not consistent with the run game. That they don't add, like, like I wanted them to get a Saquon, like go out get Saquon, get a Derrick Henry, like get like a bruising type of guy. And each sort of year, it's sort of like, no, we're good with what we got. Yeah. And I don't think the roster, given the injuries, is as good as people thought it was. All of that said, and talking with Kimberly A. Martin, of course, NFL reporter. You'll see her on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. If I told you Josh Allen's numbers changed, so currently he averages 35 passes a game and 4.8 runs per game. If I took that 35 down to 30 and I took the runs up to 10, would they win more or less? I I believe so because They'd what— they win more. I saying. think they would win more um, because I think, unfortunately, Josh is like a— like a stallion. Like he's like a wild stallion, right? Like, And he plays the position like a running back. He wants to run you over. I think he's done less of the running— and now he's forced to throw. And, like, he will throw across his body on the far sideline into double coverage. And most of the time he can make it. But those times when he can't, it's a backbreaker. Um, so I do think if – but, again, if you had a, a more of a consistent running game and it wasn't just on your QB, we would. I feel like we wouldn't be in this position of, should Josh Allen tote the rock more? It's like we should have guys that do, do that anyway. Yeah. 
Yeah, speaking of bad positions, my New York Giants are in position Ooh. to have the number one overall pick. 40% chance, best chance in the NFL, of having the number one pick in the NFL draft. Got to ask the question. Anytime you're in that conversation, is Brian Dable on the hot seat? Uh, I think he would be if um, we didn't have the Shermer and we didn't have the McAdoo and we didn't have the um, Joe Judge. So the previous dysfunction with the three other coaches I think, yeah, I is going to save his job. Got it. I think, you know, I think because Mara has been quick to pull the plug, like this isn't working. Um, it worked so well last year keeping the team together. But Todd Bowles told me when he was the head coach of the Jets – he told me after his first season, he was like, Kimberly, I remember us being in the hallway. He said, Kimberly, year two is always tougher mm. because the guys, first year, everybody buys in. Second year, you have to get these young guys to buy in again and realize it's not just going to be easier. Your schedule's harder. Yep. Like teams are going to, teams are like, oh, the Jets are actually kind of good. Like, you know, like, and I, I just didn't think the Giants would have a great season, but I thought they would be playing better. Like, they would lose some games, and they would have a better roster, but it would. Uh, this is a complete um, disaster. But I don't think Mara will want to send reset the clock again. I, I really don't, because he's done that three different with three different guys. Okay, but I need you to promise me one thing. Uh-oh. Even if he stays with Brian Dayball, <laughs> if they have a top-two pick, you gotta they get are going to draft the quarterback. You get Please tell me they're not, you know they not going to keep with this Daniel <laughs> and, and Jones. And it's thing. not even Please take tell me Daniel that. Jones out of it for a second. Yeah. <laughs> it would be malpractice not to, like as a GM, that's your job. Like you have to make sure, like if that quarterback or those quarterbacks are better than what I have, yeah. like you have to investigate that. You have to watch him and you have to put your team in the best position. It's not a matter of Daniel Jones right now. It's who's out there. And that's the gig. That's what you're supposed to do. So if they don't, I'd actually be very surprised, especially considering they're not tied to Daniel for an extended period of time, given this contract. Kimberly, amazing job as always. You'll see her on Get Up at 8 a.m. Eastern. And first take. Sorry. Sorry, my bad. First take at 10 a.m. Eastern as well with Stephen A. and Molly and the team. Coming up, I'm over it on Sportsmanlike ESPN Radio. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Yes, we are Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance. And sure, yeah, I mean, we have Georgia number one. We have Belichick job rumors. We have Ken Dorsey fired with Buffalo. We have Draymond Green giving Rudy Gobert a headlock. But we more so have Pat Costello telling us what he is over each and every day at this time. What do you have for us, Pat? Well, luckily, some of those are going to come up here because I think it's completely insane that the two Giants fans on this show don't want Bill Belichick to be the Giants head coach. 
Bill Belichick, the greatest coach of all time, and the Giants, who are objectively awful this year, and you guys are like, whoa, no, we don't want Belichick. That's insane. You guys stink. Well, hold on. Wait a minute now. Belichick would have to develop whoever we draft with a top two pick in 2024. How did Belichick's last quarterback that he drafted in the first round look? Yeah, not great. Mac Jones made the Pro Bowl and the playoffs as a rookie, and he's gotten progressively worse which each season. Not to how, mention how the team the, uh... has sucked. Why would I trust Bill Belichick to get the best out of whatever quarterback that we drafted? I'm sorry. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> Color me crazy, Pat. You want to hang on to the fact that he developed Tom Brady? That was 20 freaking years ago. Why should I trust that Bill Belichick has the same ability to develop quarterbacks in this day and age in the NFL that he did back when the game was completely different? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Nuno. Yeah. Nuno, amazing take. Yeah, so, <laughs> no, no, I like, no, no, you were perfect, Nuno. Yeah. yeah. He's Diddy on a Biggie rap. That's right. That's right. Bad boy. Okay. Yeah. Go get him. I, I Nuno up here dancing. In the videos. <laughs> trying to be up. Come well, to quite, death quite, row. Quite literally, we do have the producer in the video. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> yeah. That would be Pat yeah. Costello. Yeah. I, so here's the thing, Pat. My take dance. on that. Is it's amazing that CC and I would say ninety five percent of football fans now associate Belichick more with Mac than they do Brady. It's I, but I I think it's crazy. I well, think it's, he should be associated with Brady. Well, because, it's simple though because Tom Brady is easy to point to him as being an outlier. How, 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 like this this for uh, twenty uh, years, but but Brady. Can I, can I finish my statement? Six round pick turns into the greatest quarterback of all time. Correct. Like, I get it. Bill Belichick had a lot to do with the culture that allowed Brady to grow and develop. But it's easy for me to dismiss the Tom Brady success as a one-off outlier than it is to ignore what's going on with Mac Jones. Like, I can understand, okay, Tom Brady had something intangible that people around the NFL world couldn't measure. But this whole Mac Jones disaster and hiring a defensive coordinator to be his OC in year two? I- I'm sorry. You just don't wipe the stink of that off based on you having 20 years of sustained success in New England. I'm sorry. And when Tom Brady leaves and has success, but Bill Belichick doesn't have success in the wake of the divorce, no, nor does Josh McDaniels, yeah. that leads me to believe, after we've gathered a lot of data points, that this was mostly Tom Brady. I know it's a collaborative effort, but I'm certainly going to take what these guys have done outside of Tom in into consideration when I'm evaluating that. And you know the other part to this, Smalls? Like, if I'm drafting a young quarterback, I want a head coach that might stick around for a while. Bill Belichick is the second oldest head coach in the National Football League. There ain't a long runway with Belichick. Oh, you ain't you ain't a year or two away from competing for a title. Not with the Eagles in the same division. And Pat Costello should know this because he's a damn Eagles fan. It's going to take a while, dog. I want a coach that's going to be around for a while. Bill Belichick... Wherever he goes, if it's not New England, he'll be there for a good time, not a long time. I'm sorry. I want a head coach, a new head coach, to grow with my new young quarterback. Are we going to ignore the Matt Castle season? The Jimmy Garoppolo starts? They didn't make the playoffs with Matt Castle. They won double They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, they didn't make the playoffs. They didn't make the playoffs. Okay, next story. Next next, next question. <laughs> make the playoffs. Uh, can someone please explain to me how anyone could look at Michigan and go, that's the third best team in the country? It feels like they're being punished right now because of the Jim Harbaugh stuff by the CFP committee, which is completely ridiculous because it is not the job of the CFP committee. It's to pick the best team in college football, the best four teams, and Michigan's clearly the best team in college football right now. Well, the only argument I would have against that would be the idea that they didn't move after this, the stuff broke. 
right? They were correct me if I'm wrong. If the timeline is right, they started at three. All the stuff happened. They stayed at three. I think the argument, Pat, would be that they should have moved up after last week, a win against Penn State without their head coach. That 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 to me is more of the argument. I don't actually think they're holding it against Michigan right now. Pat Smalls. I Can't thought Pat me? was going to respond. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Me or Smalls? Well, I'll just say that I'm, I'm kind of with Pat. I feel like Michigan just does look and feel like the best team in the country right now, but I don't think that they're being punished in any way, Pat. I think they're taking a lot of things into consideration uh, when they're when they're obviously making these rankings, but I thought Michigan should have moved up after beating Penn State on the road without their coach. That was a very big statement win as far as I was concerned, and I'm surprised they didn't move up. Yeah, but Ohio State already beat Penn State, and they beat Notre Dame, so I guess the committee is factoring into that. Ohio State's got two quality wins. Michigan only has one right now to speak of, so we'll see. But the two tangle in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. in the game right after Thanksgiving. So I think there's your opportunity to get a little bit higher in the CFP standings if you're Michigan. If you run the table, if you win out, you're more likely than not going to have a, something to say about being the top seed in the playoff. Like, we'll see what happens with Georgia in the SEC championship game against Alabama. But, I mean – You'll have something to say about it. You'll be a top two seed if you're Michigan and you win out. So it doesn't really matter what's going on, whether or not the committee's trying to punish Jim Harbaugh. Pat, next one. People who are bad gift givers, it's so easy to be a good gift giver. You just have to put in a little bit of time and thought. If if you're not a good gift giver and you use the excuse of just like, oh, I'm bad, it's because you're lazy and you should be ashamed of yourself. So so how many people, Pat, do you have to be a good gift giver with? Everyone. See, that's the, that's the thing. Like, I, like If we're talking about me getting gifts for 20 people and putting in a little bit of thought for gifts for 20 people, well, that's going to that's gonna take some time. That's going to be hard to do. If we're only talking about four or five people, different ball games. So that's the part where I give people some grace in the holiday season, and that's why to me Thanksgiving is the Super Bowl of all holidays, not Christmas, because you don't have the pressure of gift-giving. But it just depends on how many people we're talking about getting gifts for. You just got to listen. Like I know right now if I have to get a gift, Gift for Smalls, I know exactly what I'm going to get her. What? No, I'm not going to tell you. Oh, tell me. I want to know. No, I'm not going to tell you, but it's all about just like listening to people all throughout the year. You have to find that one little thing they're interested in. A dishwasher? I'm going to buy you a dishwasher? It's a big deal. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle.